Hello, and welcome to Insight 28, a periodic podcast highlighting the voices and stories of Northbrook School District 28. I'm Dr. Jason Pearson, Superintendent of Schools, and I am honored to serve as your host. All right, well, today for our episode, we're actually at Greenbrier School, and we're here to learn about a really exciting program that they have here, a school community building program called Greyhound Packs. And we're joined by three different staff members, and I'm actually going to have them introduce themselves to you and tell us, you know, who they are and what they do here at Greenbrier School, and of course, how long they've been at Greenbrier. So um, let's get started. Hi everyone, this is Jenny Hiltz. I am the principal here at Greenbrier and this is my seventh year here. Hi, this is Megan Dames. I am one of the social workers here at Greenbrier School and this is my 11th year here. Hi there, this is Greta Montagano and I'm the school psychologist at Greenbrier School and this is also my seventh year in the district. Well, great. Well, I guess we should start at the very beginning. So I, we'll start with you, Dr. Hilson. let you tell us what is Greyhound Packs and how did it all get started? Sure. I always like to say that like many good things in education, we stole the idea from another school. Um, our committee, which is called PAUSE or Positive Attitudes with Students, got together and attended a three-year training with the Safe and Civil Schools Initiative, um, as did the other schools in District 28. And one of the meetings we had was a showcase where other schools were sharing the things that they were doing that was um, that were being successful with their students. And a couple of our staff members saw a similar idea and we all got really inspired by it and decided that we wanted to try something similar at Greenbrier. Of course, the Greyhound is our mascot and so we thought it would make sense to say we would all be in Greyhound packs. So that's really where the idea came from was, uh, you know, the hope to build some camaraderie, some belonging and some connections amongst students and staff. So tell us a little bit more about a pack. What makes up a pack and when do they meet? Tell us about the structure. Sure. So packs are made up of one or two students from each grade level and one or two staff members typically. So we're talking about maybe eight to 10 or so folks. And we are meeting this year monthly. When we first started, it was a little bit less regularly. And then, of course, we kind of moved through the pandemic and had to adjust like all other things. And so this year, we're really excited to be meeting monthly for about 30 minutes each month and the packs come together to do a variety of activities um, and really just enjoy each other's company. So it's my understanding that the packs then stay together, not just for one year, but they're together for their whole time at Greenbrier. Is that right? Right. That was the thing that was really inspiring to us when we saw this idea um, from our neighboring school. And it's really fun to watch the kindergartners come in um, and move all the way through their time at Greenbrier in the same pack. And they, they start with us as the little kids in the pack. Um, being taken care of by their older pack mates. And now um, they have moved on to be our fourth and fifth graders in our packs, and they're responsible for helping the younger pack members, and they feel a real sense of belonging to that pack, having been in it with hopefully the same um, staff members and other kids throughout their time. You know, that's a really great way to kind of build this school-wide sense of community. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing then it's really kind of a part of the social and emotional learning um, um, that happens here at the school. Who can tell us more about the social and emotional learning piece and, and the goals? Yeah, I can do that. Um, you know, as a school, a couple of years ago, we were looking at some of our data and we were having a high number of kids who were experiencing symptoms of anxiety um, and hesitation coming to school. 
And what we found was they were really just looking for a connection, another adult that they maybe didn't have time with daily, and other kids. So part of the goal of the PACs is to kind of expand our students' and staff's feeling of community, like you just shared. Um, it gives each student another adult or two in the building to connect with, to have a relationship with outside of their teacher or their classroom assistant. Um, and it really deepens our sense of togetherness and belonging. And when you see your PAC members in the hall, they're waving at you and giving you their signal. And it just has really brought this sense of, you know, family to our school. Great. So what are some of the activities that take place during a PAC meeting? Sure. So um, the PAUSE team that Dr. Hiltz referenced earlier, that team meets monthly or every other month. And part of that work is devoted to developing the activities or lessons that happen during those Greyhound PAC times. And that committee also focuses on making sure that those activities that we plan for are aligned to the SEL standards and also are um, are also used to help, again, build those community and relationships across the grade levels. So, for example, our last PAC meeting, which happened in October, focused on a group craft that really honed in on what the expectations are in our community spaces. So in the lunchroom, out at recess, in the hallway, but then also how to show respect towards others in the building, staff members, other students. Um, so what this involved was them creating leaves and then putting this on a tree, and all of these trees are kind of dispersed all around the building. Um, additionally, we colored Halloween-themed bookmarks and then talked about what Halloween costumes everybody was looking forward to wearing um, for the upcoming holiday. So I think I heard someone mention something about secret handshakes or a signal. Tell us what that is. What's involved with that? Yeah, so that was a really fun way for kids to kind of show um, that connection with one another, like Miss James was saying. So each pack got together and determined what their secret signal would be. And the idea is that when you see a fellow pack mate um, or your pack leader in the hallway or outside, you would kind of throw your signal to them as a greeting. And our kindergartners especially love this. Mm -hmm. So whenever you walk down the hallway now, you're consistently seeing staff members and kindergartners or first graders especially kind of giving their sign, which could be a variety of, you know, peace sign, our, my pack secret signal, not so secret, I guess, if I'm sharing it on a podcast, is a, um, a little triangle sign with our two hands. Um, and the best part is the the signs are always accompanied by a huge grin mm -hmm. from the student to their pack member, especially if it's a fifth grader that's kind of showing a, a kindergartner their greeting um, or a staff member. So it's just been a really fun way to to build that connection and, and make people feel like they're belonging to their pack. You know, you mentioned belonging. As, as a district, we really have uh, continued to talk about just how important it is for people to feel like they belong and have a connection to the school and to the community, especially coming out of the pandemic, just making sure that people feel like that this is a safe place um, where they can be and where they can learn. And so um, this sounds like a program that really helps build that across the entire school. Can you talk a little bit about how the program developed over time? Like, you know, how did it change and, and what have you done to improve it um, as it's been here at Greenbrier? Sure. So um, 
like I think I mentioned earlier at the beginning, we weren't meeting monthly. We were trying to figure out sort of the sweet spot of how often we wanted to do this. We were trying not to put, you know, more work on teachers' plates or take time away from important curricular initiatives. But we also understood that this could be really meaningful time spent. And so we, we spent some time as a pause committee thinking through how often we should meet, um, what time of year, how those things would be um, connected and supportive of our goals. We also talked a lot about what kind of activities. So does it always have to be a craft? Should we include games? What sort of resources should we have? What about the meeting spots? Everybody's sort of in a different space. So we talked a little bit about the logistics, and, and that has helped us kind of develop over time. And then as well, how we bring in new students to the PACs is a way that um, has developed. And we spend a lot of time thinking about how many kindergartners or new students will be adding to which PACs so that everybody sort of has a good mixture of um, of different kids in different ages and that sort of thing. Um, and I think really the pandemic showed us that it was tricky to bring kids together from across different grade levels because we weren't really even bringing kids together within the same grade level or even within the same classroom based on our distancing. And so that was a hard time for us to kind of keep the packs going and the kids didn't stop asking us, when are PACs coming back? When can we meet with our PACs again? And that really showed us that they are valuing this um, quite a bit, which was a great thing to see. So we were really excited to be able to bring it back this year. And I think having consistent time, we have um, it's on the master calendar, so everybody knows it's coming and we can kind of talk to kids about it. So that's a little bit how it's evolved over time. The core of it has stayed pretty much the same. We've really enjoyed what we saw from that first year. So we've tried to pull those threads through. It is time for our November PAC meetings. So everyone, please, if you are in second through fifth grade, get ready to head out to your PAC locations. If you are in kindergarten or first grade, wait for your PAC members to come and pick you up. Have a great time, everyone. Um, I really like talking with other people and learning about other people's um, likes and differences. My name is Quinn. I'm in third grade. I got to meet with everybody and like meet, remember everybody's names and visit people I haven't seen in a while. And I also like the activities. Um, my name is Jack and I'm in kindergarten. And what I like about PACs is that we get to do a lot of fun stuff. My name is Declan. I like PACs because you get to meet a different teacher and you get to do stuff and you get to visit more people. So my guess is as a staff, as you've kind of monitored the program through the years, you've collected some data to kind of help measure the success of the program. So what are some of the, um, what's some of the data that you've collected that has indicated success? Yeah, this is a great question because we use both formal and informal um, assessments or survey results to kind of give us an idea of how well the program is doing or how many people enjoy um, having this within our school. And so, for example, the five essential survey has consistently yielded that the teacher-student trust relationship is incredibly strong um, from both the student perspective as well as the teacher perspective. Also, um, 
several times a year, uh, we will send out surveys just to kind of poll staff on how they're feeling about certain things. And one of those things is usually pause, what pause can be doing or how um, Greyhound Packs is going. And again, those surveys result overwhelmingly support our need to continue this program and how much both staff are enjoying it as much as the students. But even from a more informal perspective, um, students are regularly sharing their secret pack signals with each other or with adults in the hallway. It's very challenging to walk down the hallway without <laughs> seeing one of those signals being displayed. Um, students will regularly ask when the next pack meeting is happening. And I work out at Carline in the morning, and parents, even when their kids are hopping out of the cars, will ask when are packs happening again, or we'll talk about how much they've enjoyed even coming back into the building and seeing the pack projects that have been created and displayed all around the building. So we use kind of that formal, but then also those informal interactions to kind of help dictate and support um, how well the program is doing. You know, so that was another question that I was uh, thinking about is, is what kind of feedback do parents give you about the program? Um, oh, yeah. So, parents are thrilled by it. Yeah. Um, they love they love talking about it and they love also seeing their kids um, pack projects around the school building. I feel like they always tell us it's the easiest day to get their children to school because <laughs> they know there's a pack meeting that day. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm also outside in the morning and I've gotten that feedback quite a few times. That's great. Well, I'm guessing then that you've really noticed that it's had an impact on just kind of overall um, culture here at Greenbrier. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, I think I mentioned this before, but the PACs have become like these small families within the school. And the older students have really taken ownership of the younger students. They seek them out during the day. We're always getting our signal as well throughout the day and throughout the week. And the younger kids really look up to the older ones. So we, our older kids go pick up the younger kids each time for their pack meeting and they will sit there and wait and they know who they're waiting for because it's always the same friend coming to get them. And they love it. That interaction, if you see the little eyes on our kindergartners and first graders when these fourth and fifth graders come to show up, they just, they, they lighten up. Um, and it's just become a sense of safety for the packs and the kids. And the staff have an opportunity to interact on a close level with some students that they may not otherwise get to interact with during the year. Um, so the impact has been great. Um, it's been extremely positive. Um, and from a community perspective, a staff perspective, and a student perspective, it's all been real positive. So I'm guessing that as people are listening to this program or this podcast, they may be thinking about other places where this could could take place and maybe another school or another environment. What advice would you have to another school that might be thinking about starting a program like the PACs here at Greenbrier? We had in the past ways that we tried to build community, right? So we had buddy classes. So an older classroom would be buddies with a younger classroom. And teachers and kids loved that. And it was great. They would get together a few times a year, maybe read to each other or do a, a joint recess. So, so there were always sort of things out there where we were trying to do this. But we hadn't found a way to make it really personal. It was much more on a class level. Um, and I think a school who is looking to do this should sort of do a little self-inventory. What do you already have in place? What's working to get kids and staff connected with one another, um, like Megan said, who they may not otherwise have a chance to connect with? Um, and then I would say jump in. It's a it's an easy program. There's not a cost to it except for time, um, and that's something that is certainly workable. And we're obviously happy to chat with anyone about our successes and, and the way that we've organized things here. Well, thank you so much for taking time 
time out of your schedule today to talk with us about the, the PACs here at Greenbrier. Um, we look forward to kind of watching the continued success of this program and to sharing it with the community through our podcast. So thank you for your time today. Thanks so much. Thank you.